I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No one will touch him again. Touchdown, Dallas. This starts, it's a perfect throw. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday live at Tap Sports Bar at BetMGM National Harbor in Maryland, just outside Washington, D.C. And it's an exciting day, exciting week. Maryland going to test out mobile sports betting today. They go live later this week. Today, between 2 and 10 p.m., you could log on and make bets for events like Monday Night Football and the World Cup. So it's great stuff. We're going to bring on our, one of our favorite guests, Brad Spielberger, here. But first, quickly, we had a... Um, we had an Instagram, uh, what do you call it, a filter fail in that last break there? I mean, Joe Giglio looks so much better in person. You can follow me on Instagram, at Aaron Hawksworth. I just did a behind-the-scenes story, and I'll, I'll admit, a little bit fraudulent. I used a filter. So when I put the filter on Joe G, I was like, oh, no, I don't know if I could post this. Like, you look a little too pretty. Yeah, so the filter combined <laughs> when I think the sun coming in through the window here, I look pink. I don't know, pretty the word. I, I, you look gorgeous. Yeah, I look like there's something wrong. Gorgeous Jillio. Um, yeah, we, we could call me that. Uh, we could also call our next guest, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, one of our favorite guests. He joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Brad, you look glamorous too. Welcome to the show on this Monday. A lot to talk about here, but let's start with Sunday Night Football. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I, I just think every year we look for reasons why someone else is the best player in the league or the best quarterback, and every year it's like, no, it's still Mahomes and it's still the Chiefs as the best team. 100%. And last night he's missing basically his entire wide receiver core outside of Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So rookie Sky Moore steps up. They target him a bunch, has five nice catches in the game. Travis Kelsey is still Travis Kelsey. But, yes, I think we always want to nitpick and find ways to make it a more interesting conversation. Yes, Josh Allen has maybe some physical tools that other guys don't have. The best player in the NFL, bar none, is Patrick Mahomes. Brad, it's not a good time to be a quarterback in the NFL with the last name Wilson. Let's start with Zach Wilson, and ugh, it's bad. I mean, what is your assessment? He might be delusional saying that he doesn't think he's letting this elite defense down. Do you think it's time that we see Joe Flacco? I know Mike White isn't the answer there. Um, what is your assessment from what you've seen and how you rate this Jets team? Yeah, we have, 100, we have 36 quarterbacks that have now attempted 150 passes this year. Zach Wilson is the 36th graded quarterback. He is awful. He's been playing really, really poorly the entire season. He is holding this team back. You look at the box score with 77 passing yards yesterday, and it doesn't even show the amount of misses he had. Guys wide open that he overthrew or just threw it into the dirt. I mean, he was as bad as it gets yesterday. And it is, just like Russell Wilson. This defense is a top-five defense in the NFL. 
hold the Patriots to a field goal of offense yesterday, and they still can't win this game. And I do think his comments matter because, speaking of Josh Allen, when they lost to the Jets, he said, I played like S. I'm the reason we lost this game. And, oh, the team should be upset with me, and I'm going to fix it. And Zach Wilson says, no, I didn't let anyone down. I'm sure the veterans on defense in this locker room would love to see some Joe Flacco. He obviously won some games earlier this year. His ceiling maybe isn't as high, but his floor is way, way higher. That being said, they get the Bears defense this upcoming Sunday, which is, you know, the the, uh, the cure to all your ails if you're a struggling quarterback. So maybe he can get back on track. But, yeah, he's holding back a team that is, is a playoff team outside of quarterback, and it's his fault. Brad, yesterday, we, and I saw your tweet about it last night, and I, I – I believed you, but I had to go double-check the box score. The Lions defense holding Saquon Barkley to 22 cat y- yards on 15 carries. How impressed were you as the Lions are kind of making a little charge here? Three wins in a row. I think the NFC is probably set with the seven playoff teams. Maybe Washington is the eighth. But I look at the Lions' schedule. After Thanksgiving, there's a chance they make a run here. How impressed are you with the last three weeks and the Lions' defense turning it around? Yeah, they're also just getting some bounces to go their way. They had a couple tough one-score losses to some quality football teams, and now they're kind of getting some regression. The defense, though, the run defense in particular was dead last in EPA per rush allowed coming into this game to hold Saquon Barkley to 20. I also did double-take. I had to go back and watch and, and see if that was the true statistic. You know, they are. They lost Jeffrey Okuda in this game to a concussion, so I hope he can play on Thursday, but it might be a tight turnaround. But that is, to get into bets, that is my, my one bet for Thanksgiving is the Lions plus 9.5, I think, is too many points. I think Buffalo probably wins the football game. But if all the emotion and all the energy expended by Buffalo having to dig, literally dig themselves out of their houses and their driveways to get to the airport. They chose to go back to Buffalo, even though they actually play in Detroit again on Thursday. And then Detroit has the experience of the shortest turnaround in the NFL, which is the Thursday noon game. They've done this you know, years and years in the past, whereas Buffalo, all this energy, they then have to play this game right afterward, didn't have Tremaine Edmonds, Tredavious White, and uh, Gregory Rousseau in this past game. So, yeah, the Lions defense is still not a good unit, but I think they're playing much better. It's good enough, and I think they'll probably lose but cover 9.5 against Buffalo. Hmm. Joe G just wanted to brag about his Lions predictions. (laughs) All right, what is your assessment of Tannehill and this Titans team? They have emerged as one of the best AFC teams. How do you rank them now moving forward? Yeah, I've been so low on the Titans all year. I bet on them to miss the playoffs. That That is a losing ticket. I can throw that one out. But, you know, Tannehill's playing really good ball. He, he does benefit from, you know, of course, you, you have heavy box counts. They face the highest rate of heavy box counts, eight-plus defenders, because of Derrick Henry and all that he can do. But, they, you know, and, and people always have to say that play action is kind of this quarterback. You know, it helps them. It makes things so easy on them. It does. But... You still have to execute it, right? You still have to drop back and make the throws, make the plays. And I thought he looked really good against Green Bay and has been stacking some nice outings. And then you bring in Traylon Burks, the rookie, who had the third most receiving yards of any rookie in a game this season in that game. Seven catches for 111 yards, one in a lot of different ways, one down the field, one a little bit earlier in in getting separation early on slants and stuff like that. He is a big dude that is very, very hard to defend and I think opens up this offense for everyone else as well. Their rookie tight end, Chigo Okonkwo, is a really good young player, an exciting, fun young guy that I think is going to be a legitimate pass catcher in this league. So, yeah, they're, they're good. I was wrong there. And Ryan Tannehill is playing some really, really good football right now. 
Brad, the Cowboys yesterday, what a win. I mean, we talked about that spread last week. It was a little weird after the Vikings win, but it played out I mean, more than that. And they won 40-3. to And obviously, they look like a really good team within the NFC. Report came out yesterday that Odell Beckham Jr., considering the Giants or the Cowboys, let's say it's the Cowboys. Do you think he could be a missing piece for them like he was for the Rams last year? Because I look at that Cowboys team. Dak's playing well or played well yesterday. Pollard's come merged here. We know how good CeeDee Lamb is. I do feel like they could use one more wide receiver. I felt that all year. If Beckham is healthy, could he be the difference maker with them and the Eagles maybe in the top of the NFC? 100%. And I know I've said in the past, I thought Dallas was the second best team in the NFC. I guess I'm taking a minor victory lap here. But, you know, we talked about that spread last week. It was a little bit fishy with Minnesota being a small home, uh, home dog. Although, speaking of Tennessee, by the way, they're also plus one and a half against Cincinnati, which is interesting. But nevertheless, yes, I do. I think Dallas, Michael Gallup had a couple nice plays in that game, but he still kind of comes up looking at his knees almost like it's too often, kind of scares me a little bit. And I think they could use one more piece, a guy that can separate against man coverage, can win on the outside with CeeDee Lamb being so effective in the slot. I do. And I think he pushes them over the top. And frankly, if he comes back and is close to the Odell Beckham Jr. we've seen, I would even entertain the idea that Dallas is maybe a better football team than your Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. wow. I'm, not ready for, I'm not, re- not ready for that this early in the morning, but it's a good point. You need to drink the bars I, I, right here. I know. I might, I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's look ahead to Monday Night Football. I'm looking forward to this one. In Mexico City, we know the Niners went to Colorado Springs. They've had like two weeks to prepare for this. I've been saying Colt McCoy, he's a really good backup, but I'm curious, Brad, what you and PFF, how you grade him. I I covered him when he was here in Washington. I think he's pretty solid. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes. Um, He gets the ball out quick. What do you like side prop total um, for tonight's game? I agree with you there. I think you touched on a couple important points if we do see Colt McCoy. But real quick on the game, our lock of the week this week was a teaser with the Raiders and the 49ers. So the Niners down to two is the second leg that we're hoping to cash there. And I do love the point also, going to Colorado Springs. When the Patriots played the Raiders in this game in Mexico City, they did the same thing. They went to Colorado Springs and practiced in that high altitude. I want to say Mexico City is like 7,000 feet. It's even higher than Mile High Stadium. It's way, way up there. And so I think it was very smart of the 49ers in the Bay Area, basically at sea level, to do that, get that experience, get get those reps in. So for the Cardinals, let's say it is Colt McCoy. The big thing is, yes, he had zero turnover-worthy plays in the last game. Kyler Murray has the second most in the NFL this year with 16. So, of course, you're going to get the positives. He's going to run around and and make some big plays happen. But you also get the negatives and and some of the downside. Where with Colt McCoy, maybe the ceiling is capped a little bit. But let's say we do get DeAndre Hopkins in this game. You can just play it safe, find DeAndre Hopkins, find some Rondell Moore, James Conner back in the lineup now playing good football. And that actually, in some way, may help them keep this game a little bit closer, maybe, you know, cover the full eight, eight and a half, whatever it is now. Um, and then uh, other way, let's say Kyle Murray does play. A prop I like is Brandon Ayuk over receptions. Without him, I don't love it because there's, there's a chance the Niners are just up too much and are not throwing. But uh, Brandon Ayuk's a top 10 graded wide receiver for us this year. Marco Wilson is outside of the top 100 cornerbacks for us this year. Um, and, and so I think that's a big mismatch if, again, if Kyler does play and keep this game a little bit closer. Brad, let's look ahead to Week 12 here. You already gave us a thought on Thursday for the Lions and the Bills. The game I have circled already, just really interested in how this one plays out and where the line movement is this week. Bengals at the Titans, a rematch of the playoff game last year. We know the Bengals went in there and won in the divisional round. Titans get the extra rest off Thursday night. 
Bengals off a road win yesterday against the Steelers. I'm looking right now at BetMGM. Bengals, a one-and-a-half-point road favorite. So the Titans still not getting any respect. They're home dogs. What do you think about this one? Yeah, no, I was surprised. We, we do our Guess the Line segment, and I said I'm being disrespectful. I'm making this a pick em, and even I was short, and, and the Titans are, are a home underdog. So I think this is fascinating because try to avoid narratives and looking into stuff like that. But if you remember the playoff game last year, Jeffrey Simmons almost single-handedly won this football game for the Tennessee Titans against the Cincinnati Bengals. He had, I want to say, nine pressures and three sacks of Joe Burrow. It's basically the reason why they went out and got a brand-new interior offensive line with Ted Karras and Alex Kappa. Um, and I'm blanking on the left guard, but nevertheless, an entirely new interior offensive line. It was basically because of that game. They're still not playing great football. They are better than last year's unit, but still exploitable, and I think you can see Jeffrey Simmons having a similar impact in this game this next, next week, and then on narratives. I don't like doing this. It's not a smart way to look at bets, but if there was one coach I had to bet on to say, these guys knocked you out of the playoffs last year, you were the one seed, and they came into your building and beat you on the way to the Super Bowl, it's probably Mike Vrabel hyping up this Tennessee Titans locker room. So I'm so excited for this game. I did tease the Titans up to 7.5 in a bet this week, but the spread itself on the game, it's a scary, you know, scary spread, I think, either way. Another um, intriguing, intriguing spread this week, the Patriots at Vikings. Um, I like the Patriots side here. I mean, Bill Belichick against a rookie head coach. And then, I mean, the Vikings just off that 40-3 to performance. I mean, hello, all the fraudulent talk. That's going to be coming. Um, what is your take on this one? Big one here for me, too, is we talked about it last week. Christian Darrisaw, the left tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, left this game against Dallas with another concussion. So I would be absolutely shocked if he plays on Thursday, basically suffered two concussions in a week. So there should be hopefully a 0% chance he plays. And he was our highest-graded tackle in the entire NFL before this game. Matthew Judon has 12 and a half sacks. He leads the NFL. He's playing some really, really high-level football. And I think Dietrich Wise, underrated, also playing very well for New England. They're the number one defense. Defense and EPA per play allowed now, and that front four for them has been really, really good. So I agree with you. I like the side for New England. I think it's too many points, especially if Darisaw does not play, because also Bill Belichick, what does he do? He takes the opponent's number one receiver and takes them out of the game. So if anyone can limit Justin, you're not going to stop Justin Jefferson, but if anyone can limit Justin Jefferson and make the team win in other ways, it's Bill Belichick. Let's end with this, Brad. Uh, Eight-point number for the Cowboys against the Giants on Thanksgiving. That's a big number at BetMGM. We just talked about how good the Cowboys are. I agree with you. They're really good. These teams played earlier in the season. Now, was Cooper Rush play. It was a close game with Dallas winning in New York. Do you think this spread is too big or is it spot on? You know, I'm not surprised by how big it is because the Giants also, I think, got a little bit of exposure as being fraudulent yesterday as well. But it's probably too many points for a short turnaround to a Thursday. And I went on a rant yesterday, but I don't know what Mike McCarthy is doing. Micah Parsons went to the Blue Medical Tent for digging up his ankle or his knee when they were up 37-3. to Like, they were playing all their starters up 40 points in the game against Minnesota for a reason I cannot tell you. CeeDee Lamb took a shot on a screen pass as well. So... They didn't get the benefit of getting a little bit of rest going into that Thursday. It probably is too many points. I like the Cowboys to win it, but eight might be too many. 
Great stuff. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. Brad, we always appreciate you hopping on. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll catch, catch you up again next week. There was Brad Spielberger on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Next hour, Jason Lockett Four will join the show. Ryan Horvath will stop downstairs as he joins us here at National Harbor. And coming up next... Let's look at college football. Crazy college football week over the weekend, Aaron. I thought Michigan was going to lose, TCU was going to lose, and then Hennon Hooker with the injury. We'll dive into college football. The Heisman national title picture next right here on the Beck You Up Network.